Gee, all right. I I don't know what we're gonna do with all of this, Dan. I, it's, uh, it's everywhere. It's it's everywhere. Is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's everywhere. It's on everything. Mm-hmm. And I I just I don't know how we're gonna move any of this stuff. I I know, and I keep trying to call the guy back. Mm. And I'm like, why isn't this working? Why is no one? Why is no one biting at this? Right. Uh, and 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 he's, you know, the line is disconnected now. We got sold a bill of goods. Oh, well, that fucking guy. He he seemed shady to begin with, right? Like I I don't know if we got disconnected or maybe he didn't like. I don't know if he's not paying his bills or something. He he seemed like a sketchy character. Maybe that was a burner phone he gave you. He gave me a burner. He did tell me to snap it in half after. He gave it. Well, to there me. you go. So right. that was probably my bad. But yeah, we uh, we got a whole whole ass load. Yeah. So it, here's the deal. Uh, yeah, we got a whole ass load of of corn based products. Yeah, there are some ears of corn. Uh, there's some ethanol. There's it, it's a bunch of different stuff, right? But all of it now there's is some some supplinol. Yeah, which is like that complements ethanol. <laughs> yeah, some supplinol that complements the ethanol. <laughs> yes, together they can be a a weight loss or weight gain supplement, depending on what year it is. Well, of course, yeah, and obviously everybody knows that that was one of the favorite drinks of the Pussy Posse back in the late nineties. <laughs> uh, no, we have all these corn-based products, and it's covered in. Uh, it's covered in germs, covered in these pesticides. It's killing the germs, but the, all of this shit is it's useless. Like, now. It's like I you have a rat problem, you get cats, then you have a cat infestation, right. and you gotta get dogs for the cats, and so on. Now we're we're fucked here, and we have too much. We got too much product, and nobody wants it. And yet, we must keep making it. All right. Well, we we do have to keep making it. Um, I think. Uh, there's actually we have one more option. Uh, I could reach out to uh, these kids that I, I deal with sometimes. They, uh, you know, they they buy they, they buy a lot of different stuff, all right? A lot of uh, uh, you know. Hey, hey, uh, what yeah. you do in your free time is your, that's your business. Right. I have no follow up questions. All right, well, good. Sell it to kids. I love it. Um, does, does this carry any sort of like hallucinatory property? Any, uh, Oh, definitely. But okay, good. Cause I, I just don't want them to be able to find us. Yeah, no, yeah, as, I want them disoriented. Listen, as soon as these kids get a hold of this stuff, all right, they're going to be tripping their faces off, which will give us enough time to get away. You know, I don't know if we, you know, dip. I have an idea. Mexico Let's take or, my, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll take my grandma's car. Okay. The one we smoke weed in. Obviously. And we'll leave this one horse town behind. Oh, I love it. All right. Perfect. All right. Okay. Uh, this week on King Me, nothing ever really dies in the corn. This is Children of the Corn 2020. King, King me. me, welcome to King Me, the official Stephen King movie podcast for now, the official <laughs> podcast of Kinging Me oh, for the time being. You're already like uh, p- 
putting the landing gear down. You're like, All brother, right. I got a, I got a bit of senioritis. What can I say? <laughs> I did notice that you are, uh, you have your your feet kicked up on the desk. You're wearing a mm-hmm. Hawaiian shirt and sunglasses, and yeah, you and look a, like you don't have a care in the world. D- a pimple face delivery boy just dropped off an order for 10 pizzas to class. <laughs> what? That's crazy. All right. Come on. Come on. Rob, this is a, uh, I mean, this is a finale in and of itself. It is. This is the end of an era. Maybe we are. <laughs> I mean, that's what I was getting at in the cold open, which can I just say mm-hmm. one of our worst cold opens of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I would, what I was, that's what I was getting at. It's like, no one wants this shit, but they just keep making it. Don't they? It's true. They, uh, it, it's, it's children of the corn 2020. Uh huh. Our final for now, children of the corn movie. This is number eight. 11, Dan. What? 11. Oh, wow. <laughs> Jeez Louise. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> so when I was watching this, I was like, oh, maybe it would be fun to rank all of the children of the corn movies. But then you would have to remember them. And Dan, you lost three of them. I lost. Now. Yeah. My <laughs> list will just have to be a little shorter, won't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we can rank them. I bet I bet reading the titles will conjure some pretty powerful memories. I think some of them will, and then others will definitely not. <laughs> 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 Other uh, yeah, installments in the Corn Kids franchise is probably they're probably not going to ring any bells. Let's see here. Let's see. Children of the Corn. That one I remember. Sure. Malachi Isaac. Ah, Isaac, come on. Chil- remember him? Ch- of course. Children of the Corn Two: The Final Sacrifice. The Good Children of Gatlin have chained the door. Uh, right. And right. That one. I'm just going to say it. I think that one's my favorite because it's the fucking weirdest one. Yeah. Weirder than Children of the Corn 3 Urban Harvest? Weirder than Urban Harvest. Yeah. If you wow. could t- Can you tell me one thing about Urban Harvest? Um, set in the big city. <laughs> mm-hmm. the kid, they broke out of, they broke out of Braska. Yeah. And I want to say Chi-Town. Mm, could be. Could be Detroit. Mm. Could be Montreal. Who knows? <laughs> Uh, Children of the Corn, The Gathering, I have to admit. <laughs> now it gets a little fuzzy. <laughs> I have to admit, I, I don't remember that at all. Uh-huh. Fields of Terror, you could say that about all of them. <laughs> Part four is The Gathering. Uh, medical student played by Naomi Watts. Remember Naomi Watts was in a, a Children of the Corn movie? Nope. Still no. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. No, no, me either. Um yeah (laughs) which one what's the one okay so genesis is we like that one that one's weird wait which one is genesis genesis is the one with what's his name that old fella oh that yeah the weirdo guy billy drago billy drago who i think just died recently yeah yeah you'd be correct uh 2019 oh i thought he died like yesterday or something yeah i mean there's no way to know time it doesn't it it means nothing anymore (laughs) Um, which, which was the one where it's like, Mm -hmm. they're, they spent the whole movie. They're trying to get a girl pregnant. Mm. Is that that Isaac's, um, runaway? 
Uh, is it Runaway? Runaway may be Runaway. Runaway is the, the most recent one that we mm. watched. Yes. Where, uh, yeah, what? Uh, they were trying to. It's all right. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's okay. It's so crazy. Like, <laughs> I mean, they're all basically the same movie. Uh, just like, you know, tweaks here and there to make it slightly different. Um, mm. But these really do not stick in my head at all. Uh, so as far as ranking them goes, I think I'm just going to rank them sequentially. <laughs> they go in this order and that's, yeah. that's fine. They just get better and better. <laughs> yeah. Remember which Isaac's revenge that's remember when Isaac he's in it, right? Like Isaac is in yeah. that one. He, yeah, he's, he, of course he's got to get his, well, it's return. Oh, return. It's his return. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Imagine if he wasn't in it. <laughs> his return. It's like a waiting for Godot <laughs> waiting for corn dough. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, corn row. Yeah. Uh, row of corn. Sure. <laughs> Just free. So <associate>. see. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, before we get into all of this other corn business, mm. uh, guys, uh, if you like what you hear, why don't you check us out on patreon.com slash kingmepod. You can follow us on all the socials. You can email us at kingmepod at gmail.com. Yeah, we are currently fundraising to take a 101 improv class so that the cold opens are better. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, fine, fine. What? No, it was, it was on me. I feel like I, I, I was just like, it was like um, a tandem bike, and you were the only one pedaling. No, that's ridiculous. It, that's how I feel. That's how I felt. I felt like shit. <laughs> no, I thought you did great. I thought it I was puke. One of I our top just... three cold opens of all time. Oh. <laughs> Oh, Rob, I could just vomit. Uh, Also, I could just throw up everywhere. (laughs) I'm just going to barf on my microphone. (laughs) If you guys want to support us and you don't want to shell out the dough, Mm. who could blame you, right? Yeah. Uh, Biden inflation, all that. Just kidding. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, Rate and review us on your podcast listening app of choice. Apple Podcasts, all that. Got a couple new ratings coming through, but the reviews, I need more reviews because for some reason, the lowest ratings stick on the front of the page. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> they do. So, so right the, now it's the a most critical one. Yeah. Yeah. The most, the one that says I love and hate this show is, is <laughs> just the first one <laughs> is glued to the front. Yeah. So, uh, five stars rate and review us. We'll read it on the pod. Uh, and I, I guess if you say something mean, we'll talk about it forever. <laughs> Cause that, cause that's right. from like a year ago. Cause that's how long I will remember it for. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I uh, love and hate the person who wrote that. Just mm-hmm. kidding. No, it's all love. It's all love. <laughs> it's all love, baby. It's all love. Uh, well, Rob, one. I'll tell you something I love. Oh, what do you love? Children of the corn 2020 directed by, I'll tell you something I love is that Kurt Wimmer. Mm. Uh, Kurt Wimmer, Wimmer. Wimmer. Chicken Dimmer. Yeah. This guy is the king of remakes in the past few years. Oh, yeah. He's got a good run here. What do we got here? Uh, 
Total Recall, Point Break, and Children of the Corn. Well, he's well, yeah, I guess he's involved in all of those. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he wrote all three. Yeah, he also wrote the most recent Expendables movie. What? Expend four bulls. The fourth <laughs> Obvious, Expendables. It rolls off the tongue. We don't have to. <laughs> Oh, he directed Equilibrium from 2002 with uh, Tay Diggs and uh, Christian Bale. It's a uh, futuristic, sort of a 1984-ish kind of movie where uh, Bale and... Uh, is it Tay? I think it's Tay Diggs. It is Tay Diggs, yeah. yeah they're, both of them are like uh, mind police or something, hmm. and they... They use uh, gun kata to uh, fight. Uh, okay, people. so this is like this is how do we how do we you know get some of that matrix run off? Exactly. How yeah. can we let's get like uh, let's get Christian Bale in here. Let's do a matrixy thing. We need we need guns and we need karate. So and obviously the most interesting and fun. Uh, form of karate to watch are katas so they were like what if we just stick some guns in their hands and they shoot while they're doing katas <laughs> what are katas oh a kata is like um we're it, not all black belts here on this podcast. Right, well i thought only, we were there's only Sorry. there's only one but no i quit immediately they made me work out too hard <laughs> i'm out <laughs> before you even step on the mat you're like whoa what is yeah uh, <laughs> i'm not I'm not taking my shoes off. Out of breath just from bending over to untie them. Yeah, Akata is like, uh, it's a series of like karate moves uh, done almost like a choreographed dance, but all I at, see. All at, you know, uh, they, do, they do them a lot in tournaments and stuff like that. Okay. Very cool. It is very cool. And it it's can e- be. I'm sure it looks cool. It is. Punching, kicking, going uh, hit. Oh, there's a yuck. lot of that which is fun because you know it's just one guy or one person out there doing a kata and they're going (laughs) (laughs) and you like have to yell right like they get mad if you don't yell i mean yeah i don't know if they get mad but they are they they really emphasize um the yelling part of it the uh like sort of like um like hitting your mark you know you you want to you're telling a story or you're supposed to be telling a story with a kata and uh and the story of of of, of me how I, yeah of me kicking your ass <laughs> exactly <laughs> once upon a time yeah there was a little bitch <laughs> <laughs> once upon a time there was What's an undisciplined shit? <laughs> yeah an undisciplined rival um so kurt kurt wimmer um I mean, writing uh, the remake for Point Break, uh, that's, that's funny. That's funny stuff. My My memory of that was like, because I, I remember it being announced and people were like, that could be fun. Uh-huh. And then I don't remember it coming out. They just like, they buried it. Yeah. The only thing I remember from that movie was in the trailer where the main character who I don't even think his name is Johnny Utah, but whatever. Um, he's like at a podium, like, like kind of doing a PowerPoint or something to a room full of other like FBI agents. Like, and it's all about like what he is going to do to catch these criminals. 
and he's like, I believe that, like me, these men are extreme sports athletes. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Which I think was the the way that they, uh, you know, the the line of dialogue where it made sense why he would be jumping out of planes or mm. snowboarding or whatever the hell. He... See, yeah, as soon as you start trying to justify your premise, you're dead in the water. Oh uh, yeah, no pun intended. Um, they should have they should have cast Christian Bale to play the Keanu role yeah. for consistency, much like Equilibrium. I would love to have seen Christian Bale in the the Swayze role. I think he would have just really been super weird about it. <laughs> yeah, that's fascinating, <laughs> right? Like every, I feel like everything that he does is. Uh, you know, he goes through these extreme like weight loss gain kind of things, mm. and but he always he always looks like pretty composed, you know, even when he does all that shit. For him to be like sort of look like a like a raggedy sort of surfer guy, and, yeah, you know, I think that would be an interesting move on his part. It might kill him. It, it might. might kill him. It's the closest. Hard to thing learn to- how to surf. <laughs> What's that, Bell? Hard, hard to learn how to surf. Oh, let's learn how to surf. Peace and love. Peace and love. I'm Christian Bale. (laughs) Oh, peace Uh, and love, American Psycho. That was me. (laughs) (laughs) That was crazy. (laughs) They had to keep doing takes because he kept being, instead of being like, do you like Phil Collins? He was like, do you like uh, Ringo Starr's all-star band? Do you want to do you want to listen to why don't we do it in the road again? <laughs> uh, did you listen to that new Beatles song that they did? Dude, what is going on <laughs> there? That is dark, 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 dark stuff. Oh, what? You didn't like that? You didn't like them resurrecting half of the band through no, through no. the magic Here's of the thing. AI? so i'm sure that in reality they just like cleaned up the audio of like you know whatever archival audio they had of john or whatever which is not like they were like yes they weren't like uh, you know turning on like the 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 spider-man into the spider-verse machine and like ripping him through (laughs) space time (laughs) into the recording booth right um but uh, no, my big complaint is that it just sounded like absolute dog shit. Like the recording itself the was like so, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was like so like shiny, but also nothing like all the all the parts themselves yeah. felt like really underbaked, right? There's just uh-huh. like the piano line where it's just like ringing out a chord ever at the beginning of every bar, it seems like. Yeah, um, and it's yeah. I, I only listened to it the one time. And Same. That was good for Sally me. Field. The one time. The <laughs> one time. <laughs> uh, no, I agree, though. I The whole time I was listening, I'm like, this the sounds weird. This sounds yeah. like, uh, I mean, it sounds like it was made by like a computer. It sounds yeah. like artificial that way. Right. It's like when the, like the old neural imaging software where it's like everything would just be made of eyeballs. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. It'd be like. There, there was like this one, um, like AI image generator thing, like, yeah. um, it, 
But yeah, basically, like all the images would be like swirly. Okay. Like throughout, I, it's hard to explain, but I I bet um I bet the dear listener at home knows what I'm talking about. Oh, I'm sure they do. Swirly eyed dog. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It it I don't know. It was the audio uh, equivalent of a swirly eyed. Uh, just different. Felt. I mean, it like, looked like it was from the shimmer, I guess is a better way of putting it. Oh, well that I totally yeah. understand that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, just, I mean, it's just super weird to do that. Uh, pretty, uh, I think it's kind of morbid also. Uh, yeah. Needless, totally needless. Also, I think we should do it with every dead recording artist and every dead actor who, and put, start putting them in movies. I heard something where they were going to put, James Dean. There was there was going to be a new James Dean that. movie, right? Like yeah, a year they were, or two they were ago. talking about that like a few years ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, who's it for? Is my question. Ah, uh, who is it for? Um, people who are also uh, dead or dying that would want to see a new James Dean movie. <laughs> Can you do that to me? <laughs> uh yeah. Uh, all right. Well. You know what's um, not soulless, though? This this film's got a lot of soul, doesn't it? It sure does. It's uh, it's it's got some shit to say. Like what? I I didn't I didn't get any of it. I didn't pick up any of it. <laughs> There's actually a very social sort of uh, subtle sort of social critique happening here. Really? Yeah. Huh. Uh, yeah. Huh. And we'll talk about what, is it. Is this like a metaphor? Kinda. It's not a not a tight one. I like when like it because like it's a it's pretty obvious, right? Yeah. But then the characters say exactly what's going on in case you. Yes. You know, someone will get like a long monologue. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. So uh, we could just say what the the, the this, this, you know, we're going to go through the plot and whatever, but. The gist of it is uh, all of the adults in this town have um, made deals and through the years and whatever and have uh, poisoned the soil and the crops. So nobody can eat the food. They can't sell it. uh, And the town is sort of uh, turning into like this uh, ghost town. Right. Yep. And and then uh, and their plan is to subsidize the land and so the government pays them not to grow corn and which is all well and good for these older people. But what does it leave the children Dan, what for the future? What indeed? This is a movie about accelerationism and how it's good. basically. <laughs> um, it so, okay. I was like pretty bought in on maybe the first 15 20 minutes of this like sure i think that's such i think that's a good idea i think being like so the whole thing with the original you look at the original corn kids because like i don't think there's like a canon that runs throughout probably not even between like the first like once you get to like the third one probably it's yeah besides there being corn kids Mm -hmm. besides there being uh, you know he who walks behind the rose uh, yeah See? He who's Groot sometimes. Who <laughs> is sometimes. That was very disappointing. But um yeah, no. So like you look at the original and what's spooky about it is like this town has been made derelict by these yes. kids who are like religious fundamentalists. Right. 
And that all makes sense for the time. Like it's actually, as I'm saying it, you know, it's like the Salem's lot thing. It's like this, Mm. this pernicious sort of just like viral force, like runs through the, the town and destroys it. Yeah. I think this is a cool update to be like, well, what if the town is, you know, it's like a post, uh, not post industrial, but you know what I mean? It's like a post environment. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. It's, yeah. It's like what we've, we've already seen that like yeah. we're past that being the scary thing. Cause like it happens and people still like live in towns like that. Sure. So that's kind of cool. And just like the idea that like, I, I mean, I think it's like a, it's like a pretty astute observation. It's like, there's like all the meaning has been kind of rendered out of life. And like, yeah. What does that leave kids to do except like sort of Lord of the flies type shit? Sure. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you. I think that the initial premise, like, like you said, like the first 15 or 20 minutes when everything is sort of like, you know, laid out what, what we're going to be doing here is, is interesting. I'm going to say it's the most interesting uh, take that a corn kids movie has had in a really long time. Mm-hmm. You know, like most of the time it's just like, man, the corn yeah. is <laughs> <laughs> the corn is God and all that stuff. Right. It's been 10 movies of people being like, well, what if the corn was God? And, <laughs> you know, like, Basically this movie kind of stops being interesting as soon as the action starts. Like once the yeah. once they do the like the show trial for no reason, then I'm like, this is this for is the no for the the parents or for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like uh, once we once we get into that, I yeah. think I, I'm out. I think I think you're right. I think that's when things start falling apart. I think that's when uh, the budget starts really showing. <laughs> yeah. Now here's a question. Yeah. Would you have liked it? So there's a thing set up in the beginning mm-hmm. where um, Bo, our main, our protagonist, our, uh, is talking about how the like the fungus growing on the corn can cause like hallucinations. Totally. Would you have been okay with that payoff actually paying off? Because there's the fake out where that almost happens. There is the fake out, right, where that almost happens. I was kind of, I was hoping that they were going to do something with that Mm -hmm. uh, instead of nothing at all, which is what they did with that idea. (laughs) They did, they really did the worst possible thing, which was just have a terrible CGI monster that you see in plain view a lot. A lot. It's way too much. Way too much. Much, much, (laughs) Yeah. Like if it were all like, again, like in the, you know, in the opening sequence when she like sees out of the corner of her eye, like the corn kind of like, it like slithers or snakes or something Mm -hmm. like something subtle happens and that you're like, all right, that's cool. I kind of like where we're going with this. Yes. And I feel like, I feel like thematically, isn't that just like so much more in keeping with what this movie thinks it's trying to say for the first half hour? Sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. right. How, uh, I mean, if the, so like the pesticides and poisons that they used on the crops, if they were actually causing hallucinations that ended up being, you know, the grownups com- like complete downfall and then, you know, possibly the kids later on. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That would have been, that would have been a take 
for sure. Yeah. Um, the way that again the it gets it gets real sort of like it gets very slow and uh, kind of boring uh, like way too early on half hour 40 minutes in and it's like all right we're now we're it, it shows too much of the maybe minutia of what Bo like Bo is like wants to do a mock trial and all of this other stuff. And you're like, okay, but I think also the actress that plays Bo is really acting. She's doing uh, who's the, uh, what's her name from uh, the, she's the note. It's the Nosferatu girl problem where she's always on the verge of tears in every single scene. The Nosferatu girl from Nosferatu. Oh, I forgot I'm her sorry. Name. <laughs> sorry, we, I, I I did not enunciate. I kind of slurred my words there. Yeah, because we did talk. We did uh, two Nosferatu movies. We did, but, yes. But we did two yes. seasons of Nosferatu, <laughs> <laughs> a show that we talk about maybe just like seemingly more than anything else we've covered. <laughs> Despite oh, yeah. maintaining that it's pretty bad throughout. Totally. Uh, um, you're right, though. She does have a look on her face the same way that she always looks like she's on the verge of tears. Yeah. Um, which, so, you know, that if you're always on the verge of tears, then you're like never on the verge of tears. Right. Isn't it? <laughs> right. It, more is more. More is she more. Thinks. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. It, there, And it does kind of feel like, I don't know. Things don't really ramp up with the, like anything except for just like the the adults deciding that they're gonna toss they're gonna trash all the corn, right? Um, and then it's a lot of like, um, Bo being like, uh, "I'm gonna call a reporter." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, and like her explaining more than once like why you can save the corn or whatever, mm-hmm. which like. I, I want to say in the abstract, I do think it is like, I think it's interesting the, the way that like, uh, I have a, I have a, a big brain take on this. Oh God. I can't. Well, wait. not really. It's not really a big brain take. I think All it's right. just actually what the movie's about, which a is medium like brain take. Yeah. Uh, yes, absolutely. Lukewarm take <laughs> the it's like, it's so like Bo and her friends, they're like the, like the educated, like liberal class who wants like incremental change and reform. Right. And the adults are like the cold blooded capitalists who are like, well, if we destroy this land, we'll make more money than we would by trying to tend it. Yeah. And the way that like liberals and, um, you know, fundamentalist extremists mm-hmm. kind of work arm in arm. And then again, you know, you bring in, cats to handle the rats and then (laughs) then you need dogs to handle the cats and like you lose control of the situation very quickly because you put your faith in people who paint pig blood on their mass graves (laughs) right you know (laughs) yeah um i don't know that's in here it technically it you're right it is that is in here i agree with you i think that that's probably what the writer director kurt wimmer kurt wim 
<laughs> was was uh, was trying to get across with his little corn movie. Um, <laughs> I I don't know. I guess I just don't know how I feel about it. Um, you know, it, it feels so like I don't know. It feels ham fisted. Uh, yes, right. Like I obviously like I don't know. There's so much. I feel like I feel crazy <laughs> watching this movie, right? Because I'm like, this feels like, uh, like a Best liberal picture winner. Yeah, yeah, obviously. No, this feels like a liberal person making a, uh, trying to like fit a message into a Children of the Corn movie, right? And like the the message, like I think that's I think it's an interesting take. To have the adults like really only concerned with themselves, and it is really fucking these kids over for their future. Right. Like it, during that uh, initial scene where Bo's father, who is the mayor, I believe, is he the yeah. mayor? He's the mayor of farming. Yeah, mayor of fuckstick USA. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, he's much like there used to be warrior poets. He's the farmer mayor right he's the farmer mayor so during that scene right and he's talking about like subsidizing and getting paid by the government and all of the all the other grown-ups in the room are like yeah yeah we like we and then like one of the kids is like well we should have a vote too and then there's that one guy who stands up and just (laughs) rips the kid apart and like everybody just laughs and laughs there's an extended just like people like pointing and laughing, just like, ah, ha, ha. Right. <laughs> it's ridiculous. That is so, yeah, that is preposterous behavior. And then one person is like, well, I'm going to take my money and I'm going to move down to Florida and all this other shit, right? Um, which is, it. I, I don't know. It Again, like, I think the, the whole, the message of, like, these grownups are, are fucking over the future and they really don't care. They are only out for themselves. Like mm-hmm. the guy is like, Oh, I'm going to take my money and move to Florida. That's all well and good for you. But what about everybody else in the town? Yeah. Uh, you know, people who maybe can't move or whatever, right. you know, you're, like, yeah, I it's mean, they really s- like they- fuck everybody and I'm out for number one. Yeah. They do that with Bo and her brother who is Cecil Cecil. Ah, uh, yes. Bo and Cecil. Go Classic on. name you hear. <laughs> um, the, yeah, Bo is like 17 or 18. She's like about to go to college. Right. And Cecil's like, you're never fucking coming back. And she's like, well, you know, you'll, I'll, you know, I'll be back because you're here and then you'll get out and we'll right. both get out. And he's like, I can't get out. I'm a dumb, I'm a doofus. Right. And so, yeah, they're setting that up from the beginning. It's like, uh, not everyone has the means to get out. So to just like shut down shop is, is, uh, well, right. I mean, like ethically dubious. Yeah. If you don't have the means to get out of fucking Flint, Michigan, like, what do you do? <laughs> you know right. What I mean? Like, right. What do you do? Yes. Um, you, you start a corn call. I do think it's very interesting to like, you know, in the same way that this is sort of like resituating this story for now, as opposed to like the seventies or eighties or whatever. Yeah. Um, 
It's funny to like subvert the expectations of a corn kids movie by having the town start out loving corn <laughs> and have the whole thing be about their loss of love for the corn. That is, yeah, that is kind of funny. <laughs> it's like, well, of course we all love it, but we got to get rid of it. <laughs> right. This corn is nothing. It's a real headache, this corn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I think, uh, I don't know. I don't know if anybody's really. They've taken a lot of bites of this children of the corn apple. A lot of bites on the cob, but oh, not. Uh, there it is. There it is. Not. Uh, I don't know if anybody really got it right. You mm. know. Um, yeah. Should we. Goodbye. Get, get into the plot itself. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to run down the list of names here of... Uh, oh, yeah, let's... Run, let's who's who. I mean, there's no one really in this movie. Oh, it's a who's who of who? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will say... Yeah. Um, Bruce Spence is in it. Bruce Spence is in this movie. Um, that's weird, isn't it? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I recognize... Obviously, I recognize Bruce Spence. He is... Uh, the the gyro captain in uh road warrior um i think he plays a similar but different named character in thunderdome jedediah in thunderdome there you go but um and i recognize the the mayor farmer dad uh callan mulvey mulvey yeah he's been in a bunch of like big action movies he's like He's, I don't think he's ever like a leading guy, but he has like a, I feel like he has a distinct enough face and he just does, like sticks yeah. out. He was in 300, I guess. I've never seen that, but. Oh, Dan, if you like abs. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Airbrushed? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Fucking, uh. What's his name? Michael Fassbender's in that movie. That's Is weird. he really? Yeah, he plays like one of the other guys. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Yeah. Um. Then there's our lead mm-hmm. of the movie, our main villain. So oh. This little Kate Moyer kid. Yeah. She's a real. Uh, She's a real precocious tot, eh? She is. I kind of liked her performance, though. I do. I I liked um again like the there's like a uh I don't know. You ever talk to like little kids now and they sound like adults already? Yeah. yeah. I feel like that is very appropriate in the same way that we're saying about everything else. Like the old one, it's like look at how funny it is that this this young kid is like doing like a fire and brimstone preacher act. Yeah, yeah. And she's just like a cold, competent lunatic. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's pretty, pretty good. She's yeah. doing a little, it's a little, um, little hammy, but you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. she's also like fucking eight years old. So she's know, I was doing 14. What? Uh, okay. Well, I think she's 14 when they made this, this, so this movie was originally supposed to come out in 2020. They started filming it. In early March 2020. Now, I don't know if anybody else was around in March mm. of 2020, but that month only lasted about two weeks. Certain, uh, much like this film, it, there was an airborne pathogen that, uh, <laughs> yeah, really kind of fucked everyone's day up. Yep. Um, 
<laughs> do you think and so they started filming and then the, it says here that they wrapped up in june of that year um and then it just sat on the shelf for this whole time and i guess uh shutter the streaming service uh acquired the rights and that's the only reason it got released well i mean thank god right <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> close call i'll tell uh, you what i'm i'm glad I'm glad to have this as our final corn kids movie. Like we know it's, I like that. It kind of coincides with the end of the show. Sure. Well, not the, you know, not the end of the show, but the end of the premise, (laughs) the end of the premise. Um, Right. We, now we hate corn. Sick of it. Sick Sick of of it. it. Uh, Secret window. (laughs) That was where I turned on it. That. Yeah. Watching Johnny Depp eat corn with braces. Braces. <laughs> so funny. Um, yeah. So um, those, these are, our, and then uh, did you say uh, uh, Elena Kimporis? Elena Kimporis? One of those two. I'm Krampus? Sure. Elena <laughs> Krampus? Elena Krampus. Um, oh, oh, if only, <laughs> the, if, if Krampus were in this, it would have oh. been no problem. No problem at all. Those kids would have stood no match. Yeah, that's true. Imagine a, a final fight between Krampus and the corn monster. He who oh. walks behind the rose there. Yeah. He, CGI fuck fest. Dude, t- <laughs> <laughs> that's it. They start having sex and the movie's, <laughs> the movie's over. He who, he who walks behind the rose cannot walk in front of the rose no i'm realizing that's, that's my big issue here yeah that is like the whole point yeah <laughs> remember and also, the first one we like bugs bunnied underground yeah remember that boy do i ever yeah that was incredible <laughs> didn't know how good we had it elena camperis notable for her roles in my big fat greek wedding two two and, and three three mm-hmm uh, uh, big fat Greek heads will remember her as Paris. Yeah. You ever watch either of those sequels? No, I, I saw the first one like when it came out and that was it. Um, what did you think of, um, John Corbett's hair? Did you uh, like that? <laughs> yeah. I liked his hair. Yeah. Uh, it's so long. It was so long. And, uh, I think it was a real mistake for him to ever cut it. I agree. It's like when uh, Jennifer Grey got her nose job. Oh, poor Jennifer Grey. Walked into the uh, the surgeon's office. Jennifer Grey walked out anonymous. <laughs> uh, more like Jennifer Grey man. Couldn't pick her out of a lineup if I if I had to. If my life right? depended on it. Now that now there's a movie, The Grey Man, that we should talk about. What's going on with that? Uh, I don't know. That's a Chris Evans, Ryan Gosling, Russo Brothers piece of shit from Netflix. I'd rather not. I'd just assume not. But hey, when I mentioned The Shimmer before, that did make me think we would really feast on an Alex Garland run. Dude. Now, there's a guy who who has some big, big ideas. Big ideas, this guy. He's coming in. 
Oh, did but, you see the preview for Civil War? Of course, yeah. <laughs> it looks pretty good. Uh, uh, was it like the, I love, the I love, Florida <laughs> Army or whatever? Yeah. yeah. Jesse Plemons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesse Plemons is like an operator guy with those yeah. sunglasses. Yeah. Uh, what kind of American are you? <laughs> I, I'm convinced it's going to be pretty good. I think yeah, it's going to. I like. I like Alex Garland. I like. Uh, I think Annihilation He's, is fucking incredible. Yeah. Annihilation is great. Ex Machina is good. And then yeah. I've heard men is not good. Is what I've, I've heard, heard men is very bad. Yeah. Um, and people like 28 days later a lot. Yeah. yeah. I've never uh, seen it. No, that's a good one. Um, but in I, general, he seems like a guy who's not as smart as he thinks he is. Yeah. I mean, doesn't it feel like everybody who makes like anything big like that, they're just like, you know, it, I don't know. You got to take like huge fucking swings to make something interesting. Yeah. And yes, it does seem like he is a guy who maybe isn't as smart as he thinks he is. But, <laughs> uh, you know. But are we having fun? Yeah. Are we having fun yet? Sometimes. <laughs> is it a, is it an above average, you know, movie going experience? I believe it is. So, you know, keep fucking, yeah. keep doing it, man. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. I'll, I'm going to go see that movie, so who cares? I yeah. did watch, did you ever watch Deus, his like no. FX series or whatever? Or who, it may have been like a Hulu thing, I forgot. It was, I thought it was, was that Devs. Oh, I gave away the twist at the end. <laughs> it is Devs, but the V is also a U and it means Deus. Oh, jeez. It's about how computers are God. Yeah. Or they can be. Spoilers for spoilers for devs. devs. Um, whatever. Well, that was fine too. But a, another yeah. one where it's like, oh whoa, you're telling me, <laughs> oh, oh whoa, whoa, you're telling me, you're telling me computers are crazy, or they like, can be. I uh, that's what I mean. Like I, th- uh, with Ex Machina, I feel like other things have tr- tackled the same sort of topic, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen Men, so I don't know. Um, but I thought Annihilation was like an original sort of idea, like the whole, the shimmer and the whatever, like all of that. And like the mix of DNA and everything is sort of like just sort of blurring and blending together. And of course that's an adaptation of a book. Yes. (laughs) That he did not write. No, he did not. Not even. No. So, um, but he also, didn't he write like, what's the other one? He wrote the beach, right? He did write the beach, which is another society men yeah it is a it is a comment on society uh, what if uh, what if society happened <laughs> to a uh, beach what, what if what if the worst thing ever happened society <laughs> um you know i just watched um leave the world behind that new movie on netflix with mm. ethan hawk and uh julie roberts yeah uh mahershali um kind of interesting kind of fun all about like essentially what if uh the country was under like a major cyber attack Mm. how like how fucked we would be um and that's like the whole movie is like two hours of like yeah like we don't know who we're fighting we don't know anything it's like really ground level like these people what normal people would be like in a situation like this like just very confused and uh not trusting anybody you know yeah that's fun. It's, it's fun. The end of the world is fun. It's guys, fun we're having think, fun. It's fun to think about how little control I have over my own life. 
<laughs> I think once you recognize how little control you have over everything, uh, it, it, everything just becomes uh, a little bit easier. You're yeah. just like, I'm gonna, I'll try, but I have no fucking... <laughs> I'll try, but not that hard. Yeah, uh, <laughs> basically... <laughs> So, Children of the Corn, 2020 or 2023, depending. Um, so, What is it for you? 23 for me. Yeah. I was going off of uh, IMDb. I didn't yeah, consider. I mean, that, I think that's where it, what it says, like, everywhere is 2020, but, you know. It, it must have, like, what, played at, like, a... Like a, a festival or it something. It must have played at Con. It... Wait, the release date, October 23rd, 2020 in Sarasota. What? Um, yeah, it in one, I think it had like one showing in Florida, which just like stamps it as 2020. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. And then it, they were it, like, you guys, you guys have to go home. Don't yeah. have to breathe on the way out. <laughs> yeah, basically. This must have been like, probably this must have been an incredibly safe film to shoot for the most part except for those damned jailhouse scenes but all you're doing yeah. is hanging out in a cornfield yeah this was also shot in uh australia um mm, that's where uh patient zero and patient zero at tom hanks and rita wilson got it that's true mm. oh man old typewriter typewriter head himself yeah typewriter tom himself um do you Tom, think? please make love to me. I, I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about classic typewriters. <laughs> I'm just sorry, racking away. Rita, you know I love you, but not as much as I love those fucking old typewriters. Uh, do you think the it be because they were like that was like one of the first some of the first people that you heard about actually having it. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely the first like celebrities that you heard about. Um, do you think? They used uh, adrenochrome to cure themselves of uh, of the COVID nineteen virus. Of course, I do. You kidding me? Yeah, right. They they were having it like shipped in to Australia, <laughs> overnighted <laughs> from <laughs> Little Saint James or wherever they're manufacturing it. I don't think they. I think that's where they source it, but I don't think it gets yeah, manufactured yeah. there not manufactured. the supply chain on a ag- adrenochrome is egregious if yeah where where it's uh fresh squeeze adrenochrome <laughs> <laughs> farm the table yeah Ugh. um <laughs> would you agree that tom hanks is the barack obama of acting um i don't know what you mean by that How i don't so? either oh don't ask me <laughs> to explain oh no <laughs> Um, do I think he is like, uh, sort of like, uh, charming in person and, uh, I guess, I guess that's all I mean. Innocuous maybe. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Prone to, uh, great acts of violence. I was gonna, I was gonna <laughs> do you remember that time that Tom Hanks drone striked a wedding? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Ugh. Okay. Uh, let's. Nightmare stuff. All right. Yeah, let's talk about the stuff of nightmares instead. Right. This movie's so scary. (laughs) Yeah. So the cold open, we're 50 minutes in, the cold open, (laughs) (laughs) Um, is uh, uh, the little girl, Eden. Um, She is like, she's sitting outside, she's playing or something. 
and uh, her brother walks out of the cornfield, and uh, you know, Eden. She looks younger. She, like you said, like she's she looks like she's maybe like ten or something. Uh, the brother looks older, maybe fifteen, sixteen, but he looks like kind of like fucked up, a little mm-hmm. dead, mm-hmm. Little, like he's been hanging out in the corn too long, you know. And and Eden says as much. She's like, "Yeah, where you been? Not hanging out in the corn all night, I hope." Yeah, <laughs> I. And he's hope. just like, he's like, "Shut up, give me the flare gun or whatever." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and he uh, he tells her that nothing. Uh, she he says, "I'm sorry." And that uh, nothing ever dies in the corn. Mm. And she's like, okay. (laughs) Oh, cool. Yeah, cool. Oh, I didn't know that. Thank you. And then, yeah, he walks into what? I don't even know. Is it a school? It's like. Oh, it's like an orphanage or something. Yeah, right? They live in an orphanage. These are like. uh, Yeah. And he does a mass murder on all the adults in the building. That's the thing. And <laughs> and the town handles it, I would say, poorly. Would you agree with that? Yeah. <laughs> their, sol- their solution, because uh, he has like a, a knife or something. It's a big knife attack. They figure the safest way to neutralize this situation is to flood the building with cow anesthetic. Yeah. And kill everybody in there. Right. Including all of the children. Yes. Right. Um, In order to save the children, we have to kill them in a different way. I mean, like, that does kind of sound like something that we would do. (laughs) Yeah, right? Like, the whole idea of, like, acceptable civilian casualties being a thing, that's like... Definitely. Yeah, we're... You know, uh, uh, fucking... Uh, active shooter scenario in a school and and the answer is like well maybe we just what if we bomb the school yeah right like (laughs) (laughs) what what if we just i mean we'll definitely get that one guy right (laughs) (laughs) gotta break a few eggs you know right yeah 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 i mean that is like there's a lot of historical precedent for that I i know it's like it's you know, it seems extreme and whatever, but also not not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. And again, it's like it is setting up the sort of like main conflict of the movie where it's like sunk cost. The best thing we can do now that, right. the, you know, now that there's like a, a blight among the crops is to just kill them all, of course. <laughs> kill and, them all, of course. Yeah. And not start over i don't know we'll get more orphans somewhere i'm sure right but yeah so eden is the only one who survives because she's just outside while this is happening (laughs) right and they you know they like take her to the police station oh no dan (laughs) i'm so sorry i'm so sorry i had uh and the the holiday office party last night oh no way did you party hard i i partied fast ah yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah i did i did we have our office party tomorrow night is it uh, is it going to be a festive occasion i don't know it was at an italian restaurant last year it's at the same italian restaurant this year it'll be fine yeah you get some red sauce. What are you gonna get? What's good? Red sauce. <laughs> I'm gonna 
I'll I'll get the uh, skeddies with butter, please. Yeah. <laughs> now, do you have anything that's not weird? Yeah. Like skeddies and butter. Yeah, I can't pronounce any of these words. Just get me the skeddies and butter, I guess, please. I guess I just want plain noodles with butter, butter noodles. Butter noodles. Can you um can you put the macaroni in the bowl and then put the cold butter in the macaroni and then put that in the microwave, please? <laughs> put it in the microwave. Can you cook it in the microwave? Yeah, I don't know what scoongeely is. Yeah. And right. uh, also, can you get my mom to make it? Because I like how she makes it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, I mean... Uh, scoongeely is, I think, kind of gross. You um, like, yeah. You like scoongeel? I don't. It's just too many. It's like, here, eat this octopus, but yeah. it's it's going to be as cold and firm as possible. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't fuck with cephalopods, man. I don't even. I like cal- I like calamari. I mean, I liked calamari too, but until you found out yeah. how beautiful they are, they're so smart. Yeah, I mean, they're so smart. You ever see one open a jar? Come on, get no, out of here. I haven't, but I have seen. Uh, enrichment time at the aquarium and you it, mm. it's enough to make you cry it is they like know the trainers or not the trainers, yes. but like the caretakers and they like they're happy to see oh i you know. could marry one of those things it'd be totally happy yep i i i just assume that one day like one of the an octopus or a squid one of them is just gonna like sort of like sit up and start talking and like know what's going on you know <laughs> I just I'm waiting for them to teach me to read sentences from the middle out. <laughs> right, that's what that movie's about. Is that a arrival? Yeah, arrival. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, read from the middle out. Um, you know, it's just a different way of thinking where you can see the future. Yeah, you experience time all at once, I guess. Yeah. Um yeah. sounds like a nightmare, but what do I know? Well, I I only got four limbs. <laughs> so back in the corn. Um, uh, so all of these children are killed. Um, then it's like a small amount of time passes. Not very mm. long. And um, it, what's it? Bruce Spence, whose name is Pastor Pastor. Pastor Penny uh, takes Eden in as like a, uh, I, I guess he he's running the new orphanage or something. Yeah. Um. So there are a bunch of kids under his his care. The and then and then we meet like our main character Bo uh, as she's walking through the cornfield with her brother Cecil, and uh, she's talking about how poison the corn is and how you, sh- you know, we shouldn't even we shouldn't you know, touch it and we can't eat it and blah, blah, blah. All of these things. Yeah. And that, and that's like you said, that's when she says that she's going off to college in a few days. And how the, this scene was like, I didn't understand their relationship, uh, like what they were to each other. Um, 
You thought this, they were boyfriend and girlfriend? Well, that's sure what it seemed like, Dan. <laughs> where, where, <laughs> where she's like, I got this letter, uh, and I've, I've been absolutely sick over telling you about it, but I have to tell you because I'm leaving in two mm. days or whatever. And it's an acceptance letter to college. And he, and that's when he's like, that's that's fine. I'm never going to see you again. And and she's like, well, no, you will. Uh, I'll come back and, you know, once you're out. And he's like, no, you won't. <laughs> he's. I think the issue is that he's so tall. He's such a gangly yeah. young man. And it's like he doesn't read as younger than her, which he's supposed mm. to be by like a good few years. Yes. Uh, which you're right. It doesn't read like that at all. Um, and just then uh, their conversation is interrupted by Eden on a horse with a big red wig. Mm. And she <laughs> Eden's been Eden's already going nuts. There's a scene with her and Pastor Penny where he's like, Eden, uh, I'm going to teach you to be a normal little girl. And she's like, no, you're not. Right. No. He, she, she, he's like, she's like doing a puzzle or like drawing yeah. the red queen or something. And yeah. she's like, I love the red queen because she makes the world exactly as she wants it or something. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they see her in the red wig. She's like, I'm being the red queen. We're doing right. an execution. Which I got to say, through. if you like the red queen because she does her own thing and then you copy the red queen. Mm. You're kind of a hack. Mm. Red hack. Yeah. You're a red hack, hack. Eden. Red fucking hack. Um, But then they, so uh, they, uh, Cecil and Bo, they they sort of follow Eden to this small clearing where there's a, I don't don't know if it's a corn silo. I don't know what the fuck the thing is. Yeah, I forget. Maybe like a weather vane or something. I don't know. It's like a tall structure. Tall structure, whatever. And uh, there are a bunch of other kids there. Um, (laughs) There's a car in the middle of the field. The car makes... uh, The car is dumb, right? The car being in the middle of this cornfield, like, there's a small clearing, there's a silo thing, and then there's this car. And, you know, we we find out that, like, the people that own the property, uh, we meet the kid... His name is uh, Calder. Calder, of course. And Calder says, oh, that's my grandmother's car. And they're like, what's it doing out in the middle of the field? And he's like, stop asking me so many fucking questions, all right? (laughs) (laughs) And it's really just there so Bo can escape later. Um, And I don't don't know. It just seems like... We're setting this up right here, even though it's out of place, but we're going to need it for later. Yeah. Um, but Eden is holding a trial, sort of mock trial or something, for for this other kid who his dog died because the dog got into some rat poisoned, poison. Yeah. Yeah, some rat poison. And, uh, and, and the kid doesn't seem to be remorseful about it. He didn't do it on – he didn't, like, poison the dog. The dog yeah. just got into the rat poison. Yes. And uh, Eden is contending that he, like, I don't even know if he watched or he just yeah. didn't do enough to help, is what right. she says. Yeah. So uh, they want to, uh, <laughs> what they want to do is uh, push him off of this structure onto a big pile of dry hay and then light that, uh, or is it? It is hay, right? Or is I it think corn? it's corn. 
Um, I mean, that makes Big sense. Pile of corn, yeah. Dried out corn uh, stalks, and um, and then light that on fire and burn him to death. And Bo, <laughs> Bo's like, you can't. That's you, like she doesn't put it all together that they're actually like intending to kill this kid. Yeah, and she's just like, no, that's you can't light it on fire. That's too far. And Eden's like, yeah. fine. Well, push him off then. <laughs> like, um, the yeah they. She doesn't realize they're at all serious until one of the kids like pulls out a lighter and she's like, you can't do that. Um, There's grain dust in the air. Plus like all the pesticides and stuff. Like if you light a fire, you it'll all burn. You'll burn. It's, it's bad news. So they don't do that. We will all. Yeah. Just one small spark. will light this entire field on fire. And that's the last time I'm ever going to mention that. Yeah. Barring any pocket. Yeah. Barring any catastrophes, I suppose. Uh, Of course. Of course. Um, That kid called her um, him and Bo. They go for like a a little walk. It It seems like, I don't know. They're friendly. Doesn't seem like he likes her or anything like that. I don't know. I didn't get any like sort of romantic vibes between these two. Rob Um, spent this whole movie trying to figure out if Bo is single. Yeah, I know Bo is afraid, but <laughs> afraid of commitment, it seems. Um, well, no, because when this kid Calder dies later, uh, you know, it's shocking. But there isn't like uh, there isn't the same sort of emotional attachment, you know. Right. I think his death is one of one of the better movie deaths I can recall in recent memory. I think the total unceremoniousness of it is like very yeah. inspired. Yeah. Right. Cause uh, it's like, I don't know. We're talking about this as like a movie that's kind of about, you know, real stuff uh-huh. uh, to some degree. And I think like, you know, I think we've all considered like, what would you do if you like found yourself in like a situation, like a bad situation like that? Right. Um, not like that. Obviously, there's no situation <laughs> right. like where the kids have taken over the town. But like, right. you know, you're, any kind of like mass violence thing, you're like, how would I handle that? Yeah. And this kid tries to be a hero and is immediately humbled for it. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's like, and, I'm going to I'm going to make a break for it. Yeah. And it's gruesome. It Ooh. is really fucking gnarly. Uh, like he gets. For somebody hits him in the back with a, a baseball bat, and then another person just cracks him in the face. I think it was with another like baseball bat. It's another blunt object. Yeah, but it, like yeah, it, it like, just breaks open his face, and like yes. you could see all the bone and his teeth and whatever. And his it kills. Tongue. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, really, really nasty. It is. Um. Yeah, and you're right. It is like. Uh, um uh I, I I mean it's definitely one of the better kills that we've seen uh on King Me in a while. Mm. Right? Mm. Not a slim pickings there. Um What about what about when Mr. Harrigan dies in his chair holding his phone? Oh, that was I mean such a strong message that they're sending with that, you know. We're all just Mr. Harrigans. We're this is how we're all gonna go. Just dead in a chair. Phone in hand. Oh, God. Th- thumb. Just the last, like, electricity running through your body. Just, like, 
swiping up on TikTok or whatever. Instagram reels. All my Instagram reels are nah. so weird because I don't use it a lot. Uh-huh. So it's all, it's still guessing what I like. <laughs> the algorithm hasn't figured figure you out yet. That's right. I'm too I'm Mr. Too Damn Mysterious. <laughs> it's a lot of like people will like fry popcorn in oil, like deep oil. It's okay. gross. I don't know. I yeah. get that a lot. That's a weird one. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah. So uh, they have this. Um, uh, afterwards, they have this town meeting or whatever. The adults. Right? We talked about it where the, the mayor, Bo's father, uh, does, uh, proposes this whole government subsidy thing. And everybody is way on board with it except for the children who are like, you can't do this to us. And they're like, you don't have a voice. You don't count. Why would I'm we big? Ever... You're little. Yeah, basically. And like I'm smart, you're dumb. They Matilda their asses. They do. <laughs> Which is all. I mean, I don't know. I I did. I really like this it, as like sort of silly as the the whole laughing, pointing and laughing at the kids was. I was like, yeah, that is. This does feel very like current with the message of being like, you know, these older generations just being like, well, fuck you. You don't have, you don't count. You don't have money right. or, or a vote. Like you don't count. And everybody's like, all right, well, you guys are going to be dead soon <laughs> and, and we're going to be left here. So we do count. Yeah. Uh, you know. Right. And it's like, even in that, that earlier scene with the pastor and Eden, the way he's talking to her, like, she's like a, like a little dumb baby. Yes. And again, like we talked about how she performs this part. She's just like very smart, very aware. Yeah. Um, and just the way she like, she's very articulate and, and all this stuff. So it's like, it's that generation not realizing where they're like projecting their own. Yeah. Childhood onto these kids. And right. They're projecting their own childhood. They're, they're out of touch completely. Uh, sound familiar? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, so Bo and some other, some of her friends who I don't, I didn't get any of their names. Carly, Tanika. Carly and Tanika and Cal, no, not Cal. Cal's one of the bad kids. I guess that's it. Is there a and third then, friend? I thought it was I just, thought there was, but maybe was, there isn't. I, maybe. Oh, maybe, maybe I'm just thinking of Calder. Maybe it was just around there. Oh, yeah. Um, so they they reach out. They contact a, a big news reporter from Omaha. Who, uh, for some reason, is portrayed as the least serious person in the world. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she seems like a, uh, almost like a Nancy Grace to me. Like a, Yeah. Um, I, guess, I guess that's what they're going for, where it's like, she's just like a... Yeah, like a cable news, yeah, sort of like news presenter news. more so than a serious journalist. Correct, um, and and they set it up where this woman is going to come to town to uh, do a, a report on what is happening, the the town making the decision to do the subsidy, what happened with the corn, all of this stuff, right? Um, 
so they do that, and then Bo goes looking for, um, I don't know, she's in the corn, and she's like kind of walking around. It doesn't even, I, you know, she's just kind of in there. And it's in this clearing that we were just in, and uh, it's just a big hole. It looks like they're about to build a swimming pool in this hole. Mm. And they have a, a pig that has been uh, sliced open and is the blood is draining into a, a bucket and they are painting the the roots of the corn with pig blood yes um sure sure yep yep you're right <laughs> no and uh all true all true uh there's like i don't know like 15 of these kids all painting the the roots of the corn uh i don't know do they ever like does she? Does anybody ever say like besides you know, what's her face saying she likes it? She likes it painted red or whatever. But like, yeah. uh, I think it's like I think it's just the idea that like the corn requires blood. Mm, like a the, sacrifice must be made. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, it's it's giving Lord of the Flies, which seems very important to Kurt Wimmer. Yeah, it is giving Lord of the Flies. Um, so later that night, uh, Bo uh, comes up with this plan. Uh, she asks Cecil to help her. And the plan is to have a mock trial, to put her father on mock trial uh, for crimes against a town or something like that. Yeah. And she asks, uh, when she finds Eden uh, painting the roots there, she asks Eden if. She, her, and her minions could uh, round up the other adults. Say that you know, tell them that there's a meeting at the rec center or whatever, and uh, yeah, to to gather up everybody at ten o'clock tonight. And she's Man, like, no one, get, no, no one problem. bats an eye. Yeah, you know, Bo does not. I mean, Bo may be afraid, but she's also unfazed. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like this: the freaking execution. Yeah. Right, they're gonna execute that boy. Yeah, there's she does a, seem unfazed by all of this stuff yeah. so far. Yeah, um, but yeah, she's like, all right, well, yeah, go go round up all the adults, right? And Eden's you like, seem, no problem, I got it. Yeah, <laughs> be as normal about that as you've been about this big bloody hole. Uh, okay, no problem. Um, <laughs> so yeah, at their house, they yeah. I don't know how they manage this, but. Mm-hmm. They managed to make hand, uh, basically tie bailing wire handcuffs around their dad's hands while he's asleep. Yeah. Um, and he wakes up and he's like, what the, how'd you, oh, and she's, and Bo, Bo gives, gives this little spiel where she's like, you know how, you know, you're, you're always telling me I gotta do something and you're not gonna like it, but I'm doing something. Yeah, we're gonna hold a trial, and there's gonna be a big reporter there, and I it's it seems very like her plan is like step one, get dad in bailing wire handcuffs. Step two, question mark. Step three, change the world. (laughs) You know, like I'm not really sure what this all amount like. Why? What? what, Yeah. What does this spectacle amount to? Yeah. Um, what what's this doing for uh the world famous journalist uh Sheila Boyce? Right. And uh I I skipped over it, but uh when 
Bo asks Eden to round up the adults. She also tells her that uh, this reporter is going to be coming into town. So can you have, you know, somebody out like on the outskirts of town ready to meet her and like bring her in? Um, and uh, don't knife her, please. Yeah, yeah. Don't use her blood to paint the roots of the corn. Uh, so Bo gets her father and her mother in the uh, in in the way back of the station wagon. <laughs> Real quick, sure. What is up with the way they handle the mom? Mm. It's so weird. How she doesn't really have lines until she's or being buried a, or alive. a face until she's being buried alive. Like yeah, when we meet her, this is a, this is like a little throwaway plot line here, but um, the kids, you know, Bo and Cecil are like walking home and they see their mom. Like, oh get, yeah, get into a truck with some himbo. Yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, uh, and Cecil's like b- boiling angry. And yeah. Uh, right the mom looks like she's having an affair out in the open too yeah like not she's like in the gold nebraska sunlight she's just yeah she's really getting her groove back (laughs) she is she's wearing like uh a really nice sundress and she's like just laughing and like you know hanging on the uh like the passenger window of this truck yeah and then and then she gets in and the both kids are like uh yeah, I forgot about that. And it's then so yeah. weird. And then yeah, she weird. gets t- taken to the show trial and doesn't say anything. And you don't even like really. You wouldn't know it's their mom if she wasn't standing next to right your dad. Yes, and like yeah. nothing with the mom and the affair or any of that stuff ever really comes back. Right? No. Like, the only the only thing, and even this isn't really about the affair, I guess, but like. After they fill in the mass grave, uh-huh. Bo is like holding her hand. Yes. But that's it. And I guess yeah, you that's... see her wedding ring. Sure. <laughs> which is, I guess, somehow <laughs> related. It's nothing. It's absolutely uh, nothing. Yeah. So they get to the, the town hall or whatever. And uh, Eden has parked her horse outside of the <laughs> the doors. Yeah. A la uh, it was, it was it was a bit Twin Peaks, wasn't it? A little peaky, a little peaky. Um, and they're like, "Hey, Eden, what's any of this?" The you notice there's a rope tied to the horse. It looks like the horse is just tied up to the building, but yeah. Um, Eden opens the door, or they open the doors, and they see, uh, Calder's dad, right, Cal. Yeah, Finn, Calvin, 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 Calvin. Um, wait, who, wait a second. Wait a second. This guy's name is Calvin. Calvin Colvington. Yeah, that's his character's name. Because then his son's name is Cal, and then his other son is named Calder. Yeah. Okay, just making sure. I mean, honestly, that's what that's what they're doing with names out there. It's you, true. You know, there will be like a family, and the kids will be like Braxton, Braden. Um, Braylon, um, Brandon, that's a real name. <laughs> well, let, let's go, Brandon. Um, so, so, yeah, so he's like, he's hanging, he's got a noose around his neck and he's, he's tiptoes on a stool, 
you know, just barely getting air. Yeah. What's going to happen? Uh, he kicks the stool over. He's been found guilty. Yeah. Um, and he starts choking and the kids are like trying to lift him. Yep. But Oh, by the way, Calvin is the one who sort of like led the charge against Eden and like was, yeah. he was the one you know, mocking dressing him. her down and yeah. you know, for, uh, you know, just taking cheap shots at a little kid. Um, so yeah, he's like strangling and then Eden starts walking her horse away from the building and yeah. the noose, he starts like rising up through the yeah. drop tile ceiling. Um, and she's has some little crack where she's like, not so funny now. Am I? <laughs> yeah. Who's she- laughing now? Colvington. <laughs> Colvington. Uh, yeah. So Calder is very upset. Um, Eden, again, I think this little, the little girl playing Eden is doing a really good job at being like, just sort of, uh, like a, just, I don't know. She's very precocious. She's very like smart, She's, like smart enough to pull off, off all of this stuff. Um, but she also like, she also sometimes acts like a kid and mm-hmm. does like little dances and shit like that. Um, <laughs> oh, when she starts dancing on the, the, on the truck roof of grandma's car. car. Yeah. That's so yeah, yeah. funny. It is. Um, so it's very, uh, it reminded me of what's that. What's the movie where the kid yells pancakes and starts doing a kata cabin fever, cabin fever. It's very, cabin it, he fever. is doing a kata. I think he is doing a kata. In there. Yeah. Um, a kata of his own design. You know, it's not like it's his yeah. own form of martial arts. Correct. Yeah. So, uh, Eden rounds up Bo and Calder and uh, Bo's parents and w- with some other kids. One kid has a chainsaw. They uh, they all go down to the police station where Eden has all of the other adults locked up in the in the cell. Um, and this is where like uh, we get you know the kids are sort of like they're holding these. Bo and her friends hostage, right? Um, they have some sort of plan that they don't, you know, Bo doesn't know what the plan is here, but they, these kids are doing something. And that's when Calder is like, you know, I'll, I'm going to make a run for it. And he immediately is killed. Yeah. Um, he's, it's, it's, it's not even, I'm going to make a run for it. He's just like, someone has to do something. He's like, right. I'm going to put an end to all this right now. And he, yeah, of course his face gets, uh, explosioned. He does get explosioned. Um, and then Eden, uh, takes, uh, she puts on a gas mask and she gasses everybody in the, uh, in the jail cell, with it's is it the same it gas is. that they they killed the kids with right yes yeah all right so did you like that she had a little pink gas mask for little girls yeah and it had whiskers on it yeah it did that was funny <laughs> i thought it was fun yeah <laughs> but she doesn't use it to kill them she just again it's an anesthetic so she just uses it to knock them out yeah. and when they wake up they're in the bloody pit in the cornfield yeah, they're in the Oi, they're in the bloody pit on Christian Bale. <laughs> Isn't it? 
It is. <laughs> yeah, so uh, the adults are in this uh, pit, and uh, you know they can't they can't climb out. Uh, Bo's mom is in the pit, and well, more like Bo's mom is afraid. Yeah, she is now. Uh, and we also see that Cecil, Bo's brother, is now on Eden's side, and yeah. she's like, and he's a corn kid now. Yeah, this was sort of like. Uh, this doesn't happen all of a sudden. There's like a scene earlier too, where like Eden sort of like lures him into the cornfield. And I guess he undergoes whatever corn based initiation you undergo. Right. Yeah. Um, so they, uh, and like the town sheriff is in this whole bunch of, bunch of people, but not, not Bo's father. Bo's father is not in there. Um, and for some reason, there's for no, some reason, there's no real yeah. reason. Not really. No. Um, and then they, the kids, they, they take bulldozers and other uh, construction equipment and just start filling the hole in with dirt. And uh, they kill all of these adults by burying them alive. Very stressful. To watch. <laughs> it, it is very stressful. They're uh, uh, being buried alive, uh, truly terrifying. Yeah. Uh, Add to that the element of like everyone sort of like crabs in a barrel, sort of like climbing over each other to try to yeah. get out of the pit. Ooh. Right. Uh, like is that what the blood is for down. to make the roots too slick to climb? Maybe that was Maybe. part of it. I don't know. But that was like hours know. earlier. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Um, it was just for fun. There's a, there's a scene in season two of Fargo where they uh it's like a similar thing where they have a guy who's like in a like a pit like that and they're like interrogating him and then they end up burying him alive but under hot asphalt oh and it's i mean it, that's it's just fucking horrifying yeah um it just i don't know that's the kind of shit that it just like sticks with you so i do i i kind of like the way that they did this though like i thought it was you know, you don't see that in a corn kids movie. Most of the time, it's like, you know, uh, a, a sickle to the to the face, or uh, <laughs> right. You know, uh, someone get gets an ear of corn, corn shoved through their eye hole. Exactly. This does uh, this much like we were talking about the uh, 2006 Black Christmas versus the yeah. other one, where we were saying like. It's the Ingwe approach, the Ingwe Malmsteen approach of like more uh-huh. is more. Yeah. Same sort of thing where it's like the, uh, the, you know, if we're looking at the first corn kids movie, it's like, we don't really know what happened to the adults. And now we know it's the most brutal thing you can imagine. <laughs> right. <In> <laughs> and much like black Christmas, 2006, which you can hear us talk all about on patreon.com slash King me pod. Mm-hmm. A lot of people getting their eyes ripped out. Yeah. Were you surprised to see some of that? Yeah. Uh, I was definitely surprised to see that here. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, uh, Bo, um, now having seen her mother buried alive, um, she, she is afraid. Well, yeah, she is afraid, but I think she, she sort of realizes the position that she's in and she's like, all right, I have to join the kids here. Like I have to become a corn kid here. Uh, and then think of a, a another plan. <laughs> yeah. So after they do that, then they go back to the uh, uh, 
the jail cell. Jail, yeah, the, yeah, the jail house or whatever. Right. Um, where they have acquired one Sheila Boyce, the famous reporter. Yeah, wait, this isn't. We don't see Sheila. Is she she's not in the jail cell, is she? She is right because um, Eden is like, I'm gonna cut her fucking head off, and uh, <laughs> Bo is like, don't. I mean, do it, except don't not here. Oh, that's that's in a minute here. Oh, okay, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. What actually? Uh, so they go back to the the sheriff's station or whatever, and this is when they uh, they they drag Bruce Spence out of the cell, and they start beating him, and then Eden has like a big knife, big farm knife, and she uses it to jab out his eyes. Mm. and the eye stuff like the eyes are all bloody and then like the eyeballs themselves like you see them like sticking out and like kind of going in different directions <laughs> um and then eden like reaches down and she like pulls Scoops out and she like out, yeah yeah she has like a handful of like eyeball viscera oh pretty gnarly yeah um and then you yeah, know they kill uh, bruce spence um and then, then they take the rest of the adults and make them go out into the corn, mm-hmm. like, and just tell them to, you know, start walking and just walk out into the cornfield. And Bo convinces her dad to do it. Um, She's like, "Duh, of course, yeah. this is this is it. Run this away, it. go to the next town, which is called like Candlestick or something." Yes. And uh, go get help. And he's like, yeah, right. all right. I don't, I'm dumb. My idea yeah. for fixing the corn was to put in a, was just bury it all. So. Right. I mean, not. <laughs> That's uh, where the hole came from. That's the corn burying hole. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then they go to the town hall and that's when Eden, uh, well, Bo has like a knife and she's like kind of her making her way up. She it looks like she might like try and make an attempt to stab Eden. Eden like sort of clocks her like up to something, she could tell. So that's when they bring out the the reporter and they're about to cut off her head, and that's when Bo says, you know, we should we shouldn't do that. We should actually you know, uh like we could we could sacrifice her. Like, you know, we should also send her off into the corn. Yeah. And Eden is like, actually, I have a better idea. Why don't we feed he who walks? They don't say behind the rows in yeah, this one. because he walks wherever the fuck he wants. Yeah. This guy is going for fucking strolls oh, wherever he's. Yeah. Um, he who gets his steps in, please. <laughs> don't, don't even get me started. Um. So Bo was like, yeah, all right, that's fine because I don't believe in this. And I know that that guy's not, you know, he who walks is not real. Mm. So they bring the reporter to a barn and they sort of like, they sort of tie her up and like raise her up in sort of a, a bit of a Christ pose. Yeah, they got her hanging from the ceiling from some sort of farm equipment. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and this is when like, you know, Bo, uh, they're like, uh, they're calling for the, you know, he who walks and whatever. And he's and not Bo coming, is, is he? He's not showing up. And yeah. Bo is like, he's not real. And she, Bo is trying to convince the other kids that 
that essentially Eden is like this false prophet. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's a bit of like a struggle here. And right then there's like a big noise in the field. And we start seeing like some of the corn in the back, like moving around and, and then uh, Dan, what emerges from the corn? (laughs) Well, it's a sort of a corn adult. It is. It is a corn adult. <laughs> it's a big it's, humanoid corn man. He looks like Groot. He's straight he, up. He straight up looks like Groot. He straight right. up looks like fucking Groot. And you can't help imagining some dipshit C tier producer type being like, yeah. what's hot right now? Groot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's, let's do a Groot. Yeah. Because honestly, again, like the first chunk of the movie it does seem like they're maybe gonna you know it's played real like it it does seem like yes they're gonna stick with the idea yes yeah and even to the point where like because there's that moment with Bo in the beginning where she kind of sees something then there's that other great moment when she's walking home and looks into it and the corn's just kind of like it looks like it's like it's like deep into it and you can just see it kind of like writhing like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what would the word be? Um, intelligently, I guess. Sure. And uh, sounds like me in the sack writhing intelligently. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've been I've been with a lot of women, and they they all say and one I'm thing. <laughs> getting, and I'm getting pretty good. <laughs> Um, that, yeah. So there's like that kind of thing where, again, it's like so in shadow that it's like, is it really happening? And it feels cool. And then it just, it, it's that deleted scene from alien where the alien is crab walking with a spotlight on him. (laughs) And they're like, you know, what doesn't fit here. You know, (laughs) you know what we shouldn't show people. Uh, at first I thought that they were going to not show it. Because they specifically, like, uh, they show, like, the rustling around. And then they sort of show it, like, kind of emerging. But then they, like, cut away. And then it's, like, close-ups on everybody, all the kids' faces. All of them are, like, kind of amazed and shocked that this thing is there. But we don't see it when it walks up. And then it grabs the reporter, right? And and that's when they, they show it. Which, like, I think... You shouldn't have shown any of it. Of course. Uh, of course. Uh, it was good. The way the kid, good. like would, the shots of the kids, like backing up and getting scared. Right. Very good. Felt that's that. That was good. like very effective. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just don't. If you show saw it, it in like, saw it in some shadow or you saw like little, like just bits and pieces, maybe like a hand or something. You could have like, it wouldn't just look like a shitty sort of CGI plant man yeah uh, which is what it looks like um so then yeah they uh the the reporter is dragged off um screaming uh, they uh they end up knocking Bo out and they yeah they Bo pulls her. a knife yeah and you can't do that and when she comes to yeah sorry she's being doused in like gasoline yeah. or something yeah some sort of fuel um and she's like dripping with it, and then she like be she throws it. Could be, it's probably supplemental. <laughs> um, uh, 
so she she she's able to get away from them. She runs off, and um, she is the the amount of gas that she retains on her body. It's a lot. It's so funny. She runs probably like I don't know a mile, and there's still just like a like <laughs> soaking yeah. wet trail of gas. Well. Yes, there's a soaking wet trail, yes, but also uh, I forgot to mention this. This was another thing that they were like, hmm, I wonder if this is going to come back later. When they were doing that little mock trial for that kid with the de- dead dog and Calder comes out and he's like, hey, that's my grandmother's car. Like you broke the window and whatever. And look at this. He even punctured the gas tank, right? Mm. Like, ah, yeah, I see. How would you uh, even do that? <laughs> like as right as a kid. As, as a kid and like the way that they were like beating on the car and stuff like doesn't make any sense, but whatever. So, uh, Bo is running through this cornfield. Um, she eventually, she stumbles across her dad who has been, uh, turned into uh, a bit of a scarecrow. Yeah. He's a scarecrow. Um, the, all the, like the, I don't even know what it is. Vines leaves. I don't know. Yeah, corn uh, is, sort a, of like, is a grass, I believe. So, so the the blades then uh, sort of go through uh, Papa's head and <laughs> come out the front. Um, Bo, f- <laughs> she gets to the the clearing where the car is, right? Um, but the reporter is there, and she's still alive. And she looks at Bo and and says, "Help me!" And right then, she's dragged. And she's picked up by her ankles, and the the uh, the corn monster has her by both ankles, and then just rips her in half. Rips her in half, and the then middle. just throws her body away. Doesn't yeah, it doesn't eat even her? eat it or do anything with it. <laughs> What's your deal, I, I, man? <laughs> yeah, just like a just sadistic this guy. So Bo Corn-tistic. gets in the car <laughs> and starts taking off through the cornfield. He, he doesn't have a. A kernel of decency in him. All right. All right. That'll do. <laughs> he's but a he's but a, a husk with no soul in it. Oh, all right. What? No, no, you gotta get him in all in now. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're, we're maybe we're we, going back to this cornfield again. All right, well mark the time we can crop this part out. Uh, <laughs> I mean edit. Edit this part out. All right. Very good. I liked it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you might say this show, it's a bushel of laughs. All right. Well, now you lost me. Oh, God. God. It's it's that Austin Powers thing like, oh, he really, not a good time to lose one's head. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So she's taken off in the car through the cornfield. Um, she gets to the road and she like she could either go right back to town or left out of town and she says fuck this place and she goes to turn left and that's when the car dies mm. and we find out that Eden is in the back seat uh you know they they have this like you know tense sort of back and forth and um Eden climbs up into the passenger seat and and yeah. goes full Anton Sugar on her ass. She that's yeah, what she it is. A, it was I, never a flare gun. It was always the a cattle gun. Yeah, yeah. my bad. Um, 
Yeah. And so she's holding her at cattle gun point, which is stupid <laughs> because all you have to do is take one step back. Right. Just keep stepping back. Yeah. Um, so they, they get out of the car and oh, what is it? Like Bo presses the, the cigarette lighter in the, uh, yeah. the thing. Bo's like, if you're going to kill me, can I just have a cigarette first? Oh, I miss that. I miss so, that line. Yeah. Because uh, Eden's like, you smoke. She's like, I forget what she says. Not I do yeah. now, but, you know, some some little quip. Oh, picking but, up the habit or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So It's not like it's going to kill me. Whatever. <laughs> so she gets out, manages to hold on to the cigarette lighter, and does a pretty cool move. Mm. Where she's like, I mean, her line leading up to it is not cool. She's like, "Did you really think for yeah. one that for from the second I stepped out of that barn that I wasn't gonna soak this whole field in gasoline and yeah. then do this and then slams the lighter down on the ground, right? Sparking up the yeah go yeah on, go on, no sorry. just sparking a trail of fire that leads into the cornfield." And we're blazing. Yeah. Call it 420. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> she was just soaked with like kerosene or whatever. I feel like she would also catch fire. Also. Yeah. The thing that, she said would happen. Yeah. Uh, also, the gasoline is coming from the car. Um, so I don't know if like, I don't know if it's out of gas. I don't know if that's why the car stopped or if it was broken down. I don't know. But the car doesn't blow up. The field catches fire and just starts burning. And uh, there's um, it goes. There's this barn. It's got the barn has some serious uh, napalm or something. (laughs) That's the stuff that they were using to treat the crops. Right. Incredibly explosive. Um, Yeah. No Uh, wonder. No wonder it failed. They were putting napalm all over the corn. (laughs) Right. Agent Yellow, more like. Looked like uh, the opening scene in Apocalypse Now, where they just like blow up the jungle. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So all that explodes. Very symbolic, of course. Of course, of course, of course. Uh, we like, see the uh, corn. Uh, he who walks. Uh, we see him on fire as well, and like uh, burning up and falling apart. Mm, kind uh, of my favorite thing in a movie. Oh, a guy on fire, sure. A guy staggering around while he's on fire, but it's, it's not even not a, real. Yeah. Um, yeah, then uh, Eden walks into the cornfield. Yeah. Um, the, the cornfield on fire. Uh, and then the other corn kids sort of like show up and they just watch the field burn. And then we cut to, I guess, the next day. And the field is completely you know, burned to the ground. Uh, there's only ash and like, you know, smoldering piles of, you know, whatever. And Bo is walking through it. Yeah. Couldn't tell you why. Couldn't tell you why, but she comes upon uh, something we forgot to mention, which is this little flower ring that Eden has been wearing the whole time. Somehow unscathed. Almost. What? uh, Almost supernaturally. So, uh, and then we. Hear I some, wonder if Eden is also going to be unscathed. Well, <laughs> um, we hear some footsteps, and uh, Eden walks up, and a little worse for wear. Yeah, she, she, she's, all of her 
flesh, most of her flesh has been burned off of her body. She's she's gone Kruger style. Yeah, it's Opan Kruger style. <laughs> um, and she, you know, her like she's mostly like a skeleton. Yeah, she, right. And yes. she looks at Bo and says, "Nothing ever really does in the corn." Not very and, cinematic at all, but then we and then the and then she ex, she explodes into like corn uh, stalks and blades and leaves and whatever and attack and and wrap up Bo as yeah. Bo is screaming and then it cuts to black and we get credits. I hated that. That was a bad ending, right? That's yeah. like really bad, <laughs> insanely bad. Uh, they. Yeah, if clearly they the were credits forced. two minutes earlier, like just as you know, the field burns and the kids just watch it, and then the credits play. That's a great like, ending. That's a better end. That's an ending. Yeah, that's a fucking ending. That's an all timer. <laughs> right. Be like that uh, movie sucked, but that ending, right, was at replacement level. It was fine. <laughs> it was fine. It was fine. <laughs> yeah, this ending just it sort of it makes very little sense and is unsatisfying Mm -hmm. um it yeah very clearly they were like you guys got to shoot something else yeah we need this isn't gonna work yeah this isn't an ending you need an ending an ending is when you uh give them one last scare yeah (laughs) um i thought that it was going to be a classic carrie moment where uh you know she wakes up and she's like uh in the hospital or or in the dorm or something, you know, like not in the stupid cornfield. <laughs> the doctors are like, she's huffed too much corn dust. Yeah. She'll never come back. She She's going to spend the rest of her life thinking she's a glass of orange juice. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's it. Yep. That is <laughs> that's what cool. it should have said on the screen <laughs> when it cut to black. It just said, that's it. That's it? Question that's, mark? That's ellipsis it. <laughs> and that's it. Um, yeah, I don't know. Not. I, I don't think this is uh, the worst Children of the Corn movie that we've watched. Um, it's, it's, yeah, it's, not really, it's not really good. It, there were it's good aspects. It's not really aspects. good. <laughs> What's your beef with he who walks yeah. behind the rose? What's your big corn with the Nazis? <laughs> That's how you do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's how you do it. That is how you do it. Yeah, I guess I don't know. Up until the third act, I, I was more on board. That third act, I think, really. you saying this thing as third act problems? I, I am. I am saying that. <laughs> I think... I, I think uh, the whole he who walks behind the rose being like a guy. Yeah. <laughs> being a he. That was, yeah, that's bad. Yeah, it's um, it's uh, it's bad. It's really, really bad. Like, yeah, the whole thing is like it's supposed to be something you could mistake for God or a God. Yeah. And it just have it be this thing that is totally susceptible to fire <laughs> walks around on two legs and knife attacks like yeah we forgot to mention but Bo is like confront you know that she gets in like a physical altercation with this guy and yeah. stabs him once with a he knife went, and gets away right. he's like st- fucked uh, by it he's just like oh yes. go- ow 
Ow! It, I I assumed that she was going to <coughs> cut off his arms so she could get away, or like cut off his head. And no, just like, one between and, the ribs, the blades of his yeah, ribs. It, and like this 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 thing has like nerves and and organs and can what mm. what are we talking about i know <laughs> no I, I everything after we see uh he who walks behind the rose i think uh needed need to be tuned up need to be tightened would you say that the <clears throat> actual entity of he who walks behind the rose or he no. who walks as he's known sure is that what hurt your parts um oh are we talking seggies i think it's time all right let's get into some damn segments oh that hurts my parts oh dan oh oh i'm gonna miss that no reason that has to go anywhere yeah maybe maybe that could stick around um yeah what what hurt my parts i I mean mean, yeah what hurt my parts the most was uh, the fucking he who walks yeah, in the rose. He sucks. So when he specifically when he rips the lady in half and it looks so bad, it's like it, yeah, it's the, like really bad CG. Yeah, That's, I mean it just looks like shitty CG. Yeah, um, that I think hands down is the worst worst m- single moment in the movie. Yes, and that ending is terrible. That ending is terrible. But at least she was like spooky looking. She did look she pretty was, fucked up. She did look pretty fucked up. You're right about that. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. Like, it's a pretty good effect. And yeah. in, in like, daytime lighting, too. You know, yeah. I know it's not practical. It's, like, definitely all computer. But it yeah. looks pretty good. And they just couldn't do that with the main bad yeah. guy of the movie. Right. So. Yeah. So, um yeah, so those two things also hurt your parts. Was there anything else that hurt your parts, or was that it? Mm. No, not that really. Could, that I mean, could be like, it. I think that's it. I think that's it. All right. So then, uh, but Dan, it wasn't all bad. No. Right? No. Uh, let's let's get into our shining moments. Daddy! This is shining moments. I did like when the guy gets hoisted up through the ceiling. Yeah, um, that was pretty good. Yeah. The again, the buried alive scene was like pretty visceral and upsetting. I my favorite part was uh, probably Calder's death. I thought that was really gruesome and actually, yeah, like uh, like that like it's that's horror. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like it's it's the sort of like yeah again the uneventfulness of it, where it's like you try with all your might. You're like this is it. And you are just instantly dispatched. Yeah. Like, and the way that the, he, that kid is set up as like, all right, his dad is like abusive. Yeah. His, his little brother is, uh, is, has joined up with the corn kids. Uh, it seems like it, it, at the very least, it seems like this kid is going to be sticking around for a little while. Yeah. And that is just not the case. I mean, in general, this movie has such like a fucking bleak outlook where like, yeah, Nothing it, you could you could say nothing changes for anybody at any point in this movie. It just <laughs> it, again, it really just like accelerates like things 
people stay doing the same things just in ways that ultimately kill them. Like, yes, the parents, they get, you know, they, they do destroy the, like the corn crop gets destroyed. Mm -hmm. Um, they get buried. (laughs) So they're, they're like hastened to their death. They're not, you know, they're not thinking beyond like their own lives or whatever. The little kids, they just like, they follow their nihilism to again, like a fiery (laughs) conclusion. Yeah. And you know, if I'm choosing to just fully discount the ending, ending uh-huh. like that last little uh, moment yeah and just say bo leaves town like everyone yeah. did what they were going to do anyway it's just like the town again it's like it is kind of salem's lottie in that way where it's like all you do is like kill the main bad guy and now everyone's just kind of stuck like well now what the fuck am i supposed to do yeah i'm still like a vampire or whatever <laughs> right i'm just now i, I just, I'm just stuck yeah fuck you man i i just now i have no like now i don't have any cell service it's terrible. <laughs> it's te- it's awful. It's so bad. To live like this. Yeah. Um. Yeah. D- what happened with Bo's friends? They both the- die. They uh, their bodies are hanging from the ceiling in that barn where they killed. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Those missed, are like the that. two people she sees when she first uh, walks in. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. All right. I I figured they they both died since you don't see them for like. Yeah. The rest of the movie, but I just wasn't sure how or when. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh let's get into King Tropes. King Dan, tropes. when you gave me uh uh audio file. I um, think that's I, well, it's sort of like a farewell to the franchise. Oh, all right. So maybe we'll uh We'll go out on that. No, because then people can stop the episode early. Maybe we should just do it now. Okay. <laughs> so they have to uh, scrub through it if they. <laughs> All right. This so... is a. This is a. Yeah. This is a. Um. What's it called when like your boss like forces you to sit in a meeting as like an anti-union tactic? <laughs> I don't know what I that's know. called. Well, we're doing that. <laughs> we're the good children of Gatlin, and we're chaining the door. Oh boy. Play All it. Right. All right, I'm playing it. This is my surprise. Did this 15 minutes before we started, wrote and recorded. He told me I spoke to God, but it's always corn. I see him come. Change probably forty percent of the words. Don't worry, there's another pre chorus before that. Alright, good. <laughs> I 
this is with auto tune on. I thought I cut this bar. Sorry. <laughs> no. was great it was the, it after all they've done for us it was the least i could do oh, i loved it <laughs> i love that song it's, i think that song I, is so good so i realized the issue with doing this as like a parody song is uh the the chorus really jumps out and like i didn't know how the verses went particularly uh-huh. I, d- yeah. I i listened to it a bunch of times before just right again can't stress this enough Right before, right before we started, recording. yeah, yeah. That's why I was five minutes late because I was I was exporting this in logic. Yeah, yeah. That's why I was five minutes late because the song was three minutes. And I needed, <laughs> and I needed the two minutes to write and record it. I recorded it double time and just slowed it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why the timing and pitch seems a little off. It's it's because of that. Yeah. The, it's got nothing I, uh, to do with me. The uh, so the. <laughs> Um, the lead singer from the Deftones, Chino mm-hmm. Marino, he has a, a side band project or whatever, which is more like electronic. And they, it's this band Crosses, which it, they're pretty good. It's like very atmospheric or whatever. But they did a cover of this song. And I, I mean, I've, I've listened to that song several times over the past like few years. And yeah. like, it's very in my head. So as soon as it started playing, I was like, uh, like scrambling in my head. I'm like, all right, what is, what is Dan going to do here? How's he going to change the words? And <laughs> I was going to, I almost did. Uh, well, you know what? I'll save that in case I do it as like our big end okay. of, you know, our big closing of the, of this chapter of our Ooh. podcasting. Um, can't call it a career. You make money in a career. That's right. Um, uh, podcasting uh, endeavor. Yeah, an endeavor or podcasting. Um, what's it mean when you're like imprisoned, <laughs> but like with that, you know, like Count of Monte Cristo style? Oh, <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like thrown in a deep hole and ne- you know, uh, and not not thought about for for your your life it's it's that <laughs> it's that it's that thing yeah uh all right so let's let's do king tropes king tropes another song from dan oh yeah wow king tropes. King tropes. if you see me before you just say so 
We'll add it to our running list of gay jokes. Why are all the children always evil? Why so many one letters for people? He wanted to. Why are all the children always evil? He wanted to. Why so many one letters for people? He wanted to. Why there always gonna be a greaser? He wanted to. You just need to trust this guy's go-to plotline device. I drive a great distance just to die. Just to die. King tropes. King tropes. Well, Rob, we got it. Obviously, this is a a corn kids film, so we got all those all yeah. those tropes. I want to call out uh, a pig blood party. I was just gonna say a pig blood. Damn, party. sorry. Oh no, it's fine. Uh, yeah, draining a pig's blood into a, a shitty metal bucket, <laughs> um, specifically <laughs> like. Uh, that's yeah. I have an idea. Little nod to carry, and when I say idea, I mean a trope. Oh, um, here we go. Having um, romantic undertones with a person that turns out to be your brother while in yeah. a cornfield. Ooh, while in a cornfield. Yeah. Though, huh. Yeah. What's that one? In the tall grass. Oh, the tall grass. How could you forget? Well, they weren't in a cornfield. They were in tall grass. Um, I can't stress enough that corn is grass. Well, corn is grass. Um, And this grass, and therefore, grass is corn. Yeah. Um, Man, I really wish they would have done something more with the hallucination stuff. I know. I wonder if that was the original intent and like something changed, like maybe COVID related lockdown, something. I don't know. I Uh, am studio meddling. Yeah, I am certain of it. I think just because like, again, the the like big social capital S capital M social message of this. Yeah, like he obviously wanted to be like and it was all in their heads a boogeyman of their own making sure right like i'm certain of it and i would have liked it more i think yeah i'm usually like the whole like oh it was all a dream is kind of a cop-out but when it's a hallucination that makes you like you know a religious zealot and kills all the adults and stuff like that that could be interesting um it could (laughs) it could uh um what else what else um i don't know if i have any other tropes here outside you know they're all corn related um being yeah i guess it's all it's all kind of corn related isn't it it's all the same tropes of the franchise you know right yeah um but with a killing adults yeah with a little twist of course all of it sure sure yeah um all right uh well that brings us to our next segment mm. where was yana where was slama we do need a zydeco <laughs> version of we really do this is twice now this has come up it is yeah, yeah. we need it uh <laughs> yeah uh dan did you see any slimers in this movie um, I did not. This movie's so dry. It's so dry. Everything catches fire. It's Every, so damn that's dry right. here. 
if anything, I saw like Duster. Not right. Slimer, but Duster. <laughs> the band Duster. <laughs> oh, man. Do you think uh, in this new Ghostbusters uh, Frozen Empire, uh, there's going to be a, Icer? a Duster? An oh. Ice, yeah. Or do you think there's going to be an ice ghost? A cool ghost? Maybe wear sunglasses? Yeah, same big green smile. Big yellow smile. Yeah. But he's like, hey. Big, yeah, yeah, yeah. but here's the issue. There's already a blue one now named Muncher. Maybe I you've mean, heard Muncher, of him. Yeah, Muncher sucks. <laughs> Not a Muncher he guy? Just eat, he just eats metal bars and pipes and stuff. He doesn't eat hot dogs. I like well, a, I If like they have a, a ghost with glasses, I bet he'll spit fire bars <laughs> if anything yeah it's you're probably right <laughs> give me a beat you're gonna drop a uh, no that's i'm that's me as the ghost he's saying give me a yeah, beat yeah. <laughs> so, so bad um do you see yeah did you see slime i didn't i didn't see any slimers either no not, not was, a not a single one not a single one. This is where it was Slimer. And that, of course, was where was Slimer? Yo, Anno. Yo, Anno. Yo, Anno. Uh, <laughs> that's baby oh. court. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Yo, Anno. I'm just a little southern lawyer. I'm, I'm, I'm just a little southern lawyer in my diapers. Yo, Anno. Uh, uh, I would like a, a five I minute like recess. A, a 15-minute recess for a, a, a nap. <laughs> a nap and a bobble. <laughs> well, R- uh, Rob, yeah. we've yes. been for... I feel like... So when we when we did the bonus show on Friday, we did something new. Yeah. Are we doing that here? I feel like we should stick... I But I'm like... Uh, I my, think this would be an addition in, stuck. Instead, of in a, instead of a replacement, but... yeah. Um, it doesn't have to be a good review. It just has to be a review. So for, let's set the stage here. Sure. Letterbox.com. We're on it and we're going to write a review. (laughs) (laughs) That's the stage. It's set. And now, you know, yes. Yeah. First, let's give it a rating. I, so I rated this two stars on, on my letterbox. I think it's a two star movie. Okay. I would, I'm not, I'm never going to watch this movie again. Um, that's part of how I, my, my criteria for the ranking, Yeah, you know, um, I don't, I didn't hate watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I thought it had some redeeming qualities to it, but ultimately it's, it's going to be forgotten with the other corn kids movies. You yes. Know? Yes. So, I, I went with two stars. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, my gut was to say like one star because that's like two out of ten, right? Yes, one out of five is two yeah. out of ten. Yeah, but again, like I like that. I like that somewhere in the the process of writing this movie, someone was like, "What if corn kids, but different, but slightly different corn kids yeah. from a new perspective?" I. I like that there was almost something here, so I'm going to give it one and a half stars. Okay. Uh, how generous. Oh, thank you, Mr. Gagliardi. Oh, yes, sir. <laughs> oh, thank you, oh, sir. Th- th- uh, thank you, uh, Mr. Gagliardi. Uh, thank you. <laughs> That's the baby? 
<laughs> oh no, that's uh, that's that's uh, Wimmer. That's Kurt Wimmer. That's Kurt Wimmer. That, that's that's Kurt Wimmer cast as uh, 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 Ned Beatty from Superman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mr. Luthor, Mr. Luthor, <laughs> uh, Mr. Gagliardi. Uh, that's yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, and that, and we have to write a review. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't know, Dan. What do you got? You got anything? You got anything cooking? Um, society is like an ear of corn. <laughs> the end. <laughs> <laughs> no, come on. Maybe, uh, <laughs> but let's see if we can, let's see if we can Chesley Sully Sullenberger this review, this sentence oh I've boy. started. Society yeah. is like an ear of corn, colon. Um, um, yeah, I, I uh, uh, you, you have to, uh, you have to, you have to peel back, uh, the uh, I, I don't I still don't know what those uh, husks. Yeah, yeah, know. yeah. You have to peel back the husk to to uh, expose uh, the silk. Yeah, which <laughs> ain't worth what it used to be, <laughs> but that's. Joe Brandon's America for you. Um, uh, corn pop. <laughs> corn pop. Oh no, children of the corn pop. Oh. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, hon. How about, I like that, hon. Oh no. What's next? Children of the corn pop. Okay, can we edit this? Should we edit this down so it's like. Um, well, well that, you have to leave Joe Brandon in there for the corn pop thing to make sense. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're right. I kind of painted myself into a corner. All right. All right. What? We should do IMDB. You, uh, oh, you want to put a pin in this? Come back to it. Yeah. Let's, yeah, let's, let's. Okay. That's good. This. Let's, we'll get fresh eyes on it in a bit here. Yeah. All right. Okay. This is uh, our penultimate segment, IMDb, where we compare. Yeah. Oh, wait. They just cheated us. This isn't fair. I knew something wasn't right. IMDb, mm-hmm. where we compare our opinion of the movie against the weighted average user score on IMDb.com, which we just established is obsolete. It's all about letterboxed, baby. We're the yes. lettermen. That's what we do. But, but we'll slum it. We'll slum it. <laughs> 3.4 thousand um loyal little corn kids loyal to the yep. red queen that is mm-hmm. they uh rebuilt the cell tower in their town yep and used the signal to log on to imdb.com where they awarded kurt wimmer's children of the corn a weighted average user score of 3.7 out of 10 stars now we gave our reviews so actually we should have done this first right too but high I, <laughs> not by much well but you say too high i say perfetto too low oh wow 
I would have said four stars yeah. because I said two stars over Letterboxd. All right. So this segment, uh, the way if we stick with it, we're just doing a math problem. <laughs> yeah. This structure. <laughs> fucking tricky, man. Yeah. All right. Real, <laughs> real quick. I'm going to read back the review. We can just make sure this is what we want. Okay. Um, okay. So it opens. <laughs> Society is like an ear of corn. You have yep. to peel back the husk to expose the silk. Mm-hmm. Um, here's what here's what we do. I'm gonna put uh, an asterisk next to you have to peel back the husk to expose, and that'll the, there'll be a footnote that says I mean, Rob wrote this part. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Uh, I mean, my if I were going to write a review for this, I might say something about how um, this is you know this is what happens when you start getting you know a town starts getting money from the government. This is what happens when a town starts getting money from the government. Yep, <laughs> it is every, every single time. <laughs> every single time. <laughs> Yeah, this is what happens when uh, a, 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 a town starts uh, taking, starts handing, suckling yeah. at the government teat, <laughs> suckling at the teat of the nanny state <laughs> every single time. Yep. Like fucking clockwork. Can you curse on here? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, should I attribute this to anyone? Thomas Paine? No, we're good. All right, save. Yeah. Yeah, it's Thomas. Oh, Alexander Paine. You know what? You want to know something too bad? What? Turns out you must be signed in to complete this action. <laughs> All right, well, it says I am signed in. Hey. Hey. Hey, wait a minute. Okay. I think it's time we move on to our final segment. Ah, this is, of course, Show's Over. Show's Over. Welcome to Show's Over. We're going to go now. (laughs) Welcome to Show's Over. Bye. Bye -bye. (laughs) Bye-bye. Steve. Vin. Oh, you got more to say? Wait. Uh, Well, just, guys, again, uh, if you want to check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash kingmepod. Uh, leave a review for us on iTunes, uh, five stars and a review. We'll read it on the air. Oh, yeah. And if you want to email us, you could do so at kingmepod at gmail.com. And check us out on the social medias. that We're on all of them. It's Not true. Much, but I just, I, you know, actually, before we go, I do want to mention someone uh, on on Twitter was, yeah. was, was chatting with someone who brought up a really good point as we're coming uh-huh. up to the end of our, St- our Stephen King run. Uh-huh. Uh, St- Stort Little says, have you guys done an ep on Monkey Bone? It's kind of technically Stephen King content. How? I believe he has a cameo. What? So. Uh, maybe that's, maybe we do the King cameos, like in other movies, other, that other un- unrelated King projects. I like it. I think we should. Also, Do the, I think it'd be fun to yeah. watch Monkey Bone. Talk about Monkey Bone. I've never seen Monkey Bone. Me neither. I'm desperate. I'm hungry. <laughs> Give me the bone. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we could do that. All right. Okay. All right. That's it. This show's over. Until next time. So, yeah. Uh, I am Rob. And I am Corn. Wait, what? Oh, no. Steven. Steven King. King.